What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Factory Report. I'm Luke Grimbin. And I'm Caleb Burlingame. And today, we are so excited to be breaking down our first look into the new EMU men's basketball era with our thoughts on head coach, new head coach, Stan Heath's first interview. This is The Factory Report. Caleb, we got any of that nice quick news? Only one thing, and it is national. Former Pistons coach, now Pelicans uh, head coach in the NBA, Stan Van Gundy has been fired after one year. Uh, we saw him kind of struggle in Detroit. He got us to one playoff series, but we were swept against the Cavaliers in 2016. Um, and he has really struggled in New Orleans, too. He coached them to a 31-51 and record, and he has been fired yesterday or the day before. Sad to see him go, but as a former Pistons coach, we thought we would uh, report this. So, I mean, you may be sad. I'm like, you get what you deserve. Because, like, if you're the <laughs> Pels, you're bringing him in. Did you not pay attention at all to what happened in Detroit? Like, yeah. he did not do very well. And if I remember correctly, he was he worked as head coach and GM. Yep. He had and GM. all the power, and he just ran us into the ground, extending Andre Drummond, bringing in garbage players, not drafting very well, and our good draft drafting picks, was them away. Exactly. Uh, taking we Stanley Johnson. Donovan Mitchell. I know. We could have had Stanley Donovan Johnson. Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stanley Johnson too. It's just, it's a disaster. And I mean, and there's also I saw rumors today, um, uh, from courtesy of Bleach Report that Zion Williamson, uh, his family isn't exactly happy with the situation in New Orleans, so he may have caused a rift between mm-hmm. the organization and potentially one of the biggest young stars in the in entire this game. So, exactly. congratulations, Stan Mr. Van Gundy. Oh, bro, great job. Have have fun commenting, but. <laughs> I know a better head coach, though. (laughs) Better head coach? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, lend me your ears, okay? In the past, I have been negative sometimes with our EMU programs. uh, And I I always try to make sure that, you know, uh, just the... The criticism, the constructive criticism that we bring on this podcast is helpful and informative. Today is a day that makes me happy because I don't have to do that. I get to talk about the good things Mm -hmm. school has done. I get to talk about good things. And that makes me happy. It makes me so happy that I've made this right here. This is a pina colada. By the way, I just turned (laughs) 21. So I um, may or may not have pre-gamed this podcast. Just kidding. I actually did not. Um, And I'm celebrating because I am so excited for the new EMU men's basketball head coach, Stan Heath. He is a really great guy. We're going to get into it, but just a little setup. Uh, I was interviewing uh, Mr. Heath, Coach Heath, with uh, one of my writers, Christian Byers. By the way, article is going to come out on the entire thing. Stay tuned to the Eastern Echo um, uh, uh, webpage to see that article and to read it and to get really in-depth um, on what all went on there. But I was part of that interview and I really wanted to talk about it. And Caleb's seen it. We're both really jazzed and we want to bring you uh, some of uh, the highlights that we thought and we really loved. So, Kayla, what was your first takeaway? Well, from the very beginning, you can just tell in his demeanor, and this was over a Zoom call I saw. I didn't see him in person, but even over the Zoom call, you can tell he is a very genuine person. He's very cool, and he has a deep, sincere love for his alma mater, which is our school, EMU. Uh, just from the get-go, you could tell he was very nice. He wanted to be there. He took time out of his day for you guys to interview him. 
and he didn't seem upset about it. Not that Murphy ever did in the past, but oh, yeah. uh, he seems very excited to be here, which I think this program desperately needs after such a bad stint in the last few years. Yeah, and you know, you took the words right in my mouth. Um, Coach Murphy is a great guy. I really loved him. Stan Heath, he's another great guy. He's a really good interviewer. He gave us some really in-depth stuff. Like, we were asking him, what, what was it? He, he was, he's bringing in a new offense, okay? I forget exactly what it's called, but he's bringing in a new type of offense. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, when we were prepping, I was like, Christian, okay, ask him about this. He's probably not going to respond with much, but you have to ask. It's one of those yeah. questions you have to ask, like, where are you going to bring for your offense? And mm-hmm. he went, just went in-depth, bang, 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 high post. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're looking for action here. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I never would have guess that he would be so just willing to respond to such a quote-unquote mundane question because like i I mean in in all fairness like we have to ask the question but the question Mm -hmm. at the end of the day isn't really that important especially when the season starts and we'll be able to actually see what happens but he took time with all the questions getting genuine answers and right off from the bat he was he was engaged he was excited because like i was talking with christian before uh coach heath got on the call we were talking about nba basketball and he came in and he chimed in on his thoughts on Devin Booker and the Suns, you know, with the yeah. uh, recent upset of the Lakers. Ha ha, suck it, Caleb. Uh, but <laughs> but he really he really brought joy and energy, which mm-hmm. I loved so much. It was it's it's so great. And you know, like as a as a reporter, you know, you mm-hmm. deal with so many like uh, PC answers, corporate answers. Well, yeah. yeah, we want to just focus on getting better each and every day. And I'm sure you know, like. That, that's just the way the game's done. But I mm-hmm. really love that this first interview, this first interaction we had, he was just genuine and cut right to the chase and said what he wanted to say. Yeah. He was just a complete open book, man. And again, not that Murphy wasn't, but some of those right. questions were a little bit uh, revealing um, and maybe something that he'd kind of want to hide his cards for a while. You know, God forbid uh, another team got their hands on that video and, you know, prepped for game plan or something stupid, you know. Um but he was just yeah. an open book, and he you could tell he just wanted to give the information out. He wants to get people hyped up about the new season, uh, and he's already putting his team together, man. He was talking about yeah. uh, new players that are coming on campus every day to have visits, and he's already targeting a bunch of new prospects. And one thing I wanted to bring up is he's coming from the NBA G League. So yeah. his main thing, Luke, was recruiting talent to come to the G League team and then developing that talent for the highest level you can play at, which is the NBA. So that is almost perfect of what you can ask uh, for someone who's going to be coaching some 18, 19, 20-year-olds, just like we're going to see here in college. I really love that because I love his resume. He's, just, he's got yes. postseason experience up the wazoo. He's got a, a tad of NBA experience. So he can he can go to guys and say, hey, I know what it takes to at least get you to the G League. I've yep. worked around these guys. I've got connections. He's got Come connections, Come play for yep. me, and you can – you may get there if you're good yes. enough, you you can get there he can sit down and say that honestly and he has the power to do that that's such a powerful recruiting tool and he yeah. was just he was uh just on fire for recruiting like he was talking about yeah you know just uh going after guys all the time and uh it was really great to see um i i just love his experience too both with kent state with emu yep. um, his pedigree with michigan state uh more on that later mm-hmm. um but yeah i guess i guess another um disclaimers like you know you were talking about if other teams got had their hands on like the the the, video. the tape there's nothing really 
just 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 so like the listeners don't there's nothing like really like that bad no so so talk about the offense and stuff and yeah it was really just like hey we're talking about offense just so you know like just just yeah they could game plan against us or violation yeah Yeah, no yeah just just a little disclaimer but yeah yeah for sure (laughs) what's one of your next thoughts caleb so my next thought uh, was, obviously, I loved that he was part of the Sparty uh, 2000 title run uh, under Tom Izzo. And the fact that he got to learn from Izzo, one of the best coaches of our generation, is just, oh, just to add on to your point of his pedigree, it's, it's wonderful. Um, his reasoning for coming back to EMU, uh, he has some family around here. He said his mother and father are, are in their 90s now, and he wants to see them and be around them. I think he said uh, his parents were about 30 minutes away, so that's pretty good. He can be around them. He said he had some old teammates, too, uh, that reached out to him and said, uh, hey, come back to EMU. Uh, we really like to see the team succeed. They've been really struggling lately. And I think I heard him mention that uh, he might have had a route to maybe an assistant coach or a head coach of – uh, NBA, a new NBA team, but, uh, instead he chose to come home and to see, uh, to turn around his team, I guess. Yeah. That's what he said. Turn around the team. So that, that was really just like every, there was, I think around three times this interview where I was struck with like, just how the decision he made, he was talking about the decision he made Mm -hmm. was a selfless act. Now, like, I don't know the guy at the end of the day. We don't, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not boys with him or anything. I don't know him. But from everything I see, he's a very selfless person. And yeah. he acts with uh he acts with I mean like a sense of morality and you know, it, which is amazing. And and again, <clears throat> like you're saying, not that Murphy didn't, but mm-hmm. just you know, he, he's he's the new guy on the block. Yeah. Kind of the new guy on the block because he's an alumni. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's coming in here, he's he's showing um just a selflessness. And I, I guess the examples are he was talking about when he was a player mm-hmm. um going into his senior year. He was like, uh, just however it worked, I don't know exactly how it worked, but he had the choice of if he wanted to be a coach, he would have to not play. He didn't have the time or whatever, and he chose to go into coaching and to study that, and that really impressed me mm-hmm. because me too. I know if I was in that situation, I would probably double down mm-hmm. on playing because yeah. I'm just that type of person, so that really that surprised me that he would make that decision. I thought it was really cool, um, and also just – um. Uh, the reason he came back to EMU, because, you know, like you Wonderful. said, he, he was like, hey, you know, I was in the NBA and uh, and uh, EMU called and said, hey, you know, we're we're looking for a coach. And he turned down money and and potentially what what else, whatever else to come back to his alma mater. It just shows that he loves it. And it wasn't for I, I think we were we talked about this. We we're like, I wonder why he's coming here mm-hmm. if he was in the G League there. You know, that's a legitimate question. Yeah. And uh, his answer was, because I love it here, my family's here, and it's home. And that's mm-hmm. that's the best answer you can hope for yeah. as an EMU fan. It's so refreshing <laughs> to have someone who, who cares. And, again, not that Murphy didn't care. Yeah. But just, like, I'm looking at, like, uh, you know, bigger schools or, or other places where coaches may see it as a job. I'm talking about the sports landscape in general. It's refreshing mm-hmm. to see someone who loves and cares. And Murphy was refreshing, too. Um, and and so is uh, Coach Heath. And then one last thing uh, before I kick it back to you, Caleb, is um, I love his uh, selfless style of coaching because he was talking about um, I, I I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but I was just struck by his his he was talking about his coaching style, and it was mm-hmm. basically power to the players because yep. he where he is, he's been around colleges, he's been around the G League, he's willing to say, okay, players, go do your thing. You know, he, uh, 
he, he coaches with the players in mind, you know, and I just, I love that. Like, you know, power to the players, pay the players, all that stuff. You and I both love that. That really just like rang my bells. I was like, oh, yes, yes. But sorry, sorry for talking for like 10 minutes, but what was your next Good. thought? Another thing I really, really loved uh, to hear was uh, he's coming from Florida, Luke, uh, in which has amazing weather. And they asked him, are you ready for the Michigan winters? And he said, no, uh, turning down uh, NBA pedigree and a wonderful uh, state of Florida to come back to the winter is it's selfless. Like just what you were saying. And it reminds me a lot of Jawan Howard. It reminds me of Michigan going to get a Florida coach. Uh, in the NBA, and who was an um, an alumni, and bringing them back yeah. to return their school to former glory. So I'm just extremely excited about that. Uh, going off of your yeah. tangent on yeah. the power to the players, he gave a shout out to my boy Bryce McBride, who I've been hot on uh, since the start of this show. I've always loved Bryce. He's a great player. He shoots at a high clip, and he just plays with so much swag. Uh, and not quoting, uh, this isn't a direct Absolutely. quote. But he said that uh, McBride was a leader so far. He's playing great. He shoots at a high clip. He's a great defensive presence, that's doesn't right. give up on defense, and plays really hard. So that's just something you love to hear as a fan is that we have McBride coming back. He will lead the squad. Uh, he gave a shout-out to another player. Uh, I don't have his name right now, but he said to look out for him this year because he's going to be great. So it's awesome to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I – I'm so sorry. That's a real travesty on my part, not having that kid's name. But, you know, Christian asked him, hey, is there someone we should look out for? And he said that kid. So, mm-hmm. you know, stay mm-hmm. tuned for the article because you'll read it in there. <laughs> um, we're going to make sure that that yeah. is information that everyone knows. So check out the article when you get the chance when it uh, goes up. But, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, about Bryce McBride, I haven't been as bullish on him as you have. But uh-huh. that's because I'm a moron. Because ever since that MSU game last year, he just he stuck out to me just as playing, playing fast, playing ferocious, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I love players who play ferocious. It's it's why I in high school why I like playing teams from Detroit because they play like they want to take your head off. And Bryce McBride wants to rip out your teeth. Makes me happy. Makes me ecstatic because it, it shows that they care. You know, and that's what this all boils down to. Coach Heath cares. He likes players who care. And I care about that because I like the school and I want to see a good product put out mm-hmm. on the court. But I'm done. I'm if done. McBride has a really good year, just speculating along with uh, Heath's connections to the G League, I really wouldn't be surprised if McBride get at least a tryout or a 10 day contract or at least maybe a year contract with the G League team, maybe in Detroit, because uh, he's the leader of the squad. And if EMU has a good year next year and he puts up some good numbers, I wouldn't be surprised if Heath really tries to connect him to a G League contact. And you know who, uh, who is the, uh, 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 I believe the uh, general manager of the uh, Motor City Crews, right? Who is it? That's right, our very own Rob Murphy. Oh yeah! Oh that is my! He went. Didn't see that coming. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> that is a good man. connection. Said pipeline to the NBA. He's <laughs> becoming a powerhouse. What? I hope. Hey, <laughs> I hope so, man. I really do. <laughs> um, I'll drink to that. Past the McBride comment, something else that really stuck out to me uh, was they talked about playing MSU this year because uh, the men are going to. And like we said before, Heath was on the coaching staff for that 2000 title run team, uh, Michigan State, the year they won March Madness. Um, and they asked him, so how, how you feel about going up against State and Izzo this year? And he said that he really wants to compete with them. Uh, he said that he knows they're going to be hard and that last year was just a weird down year for them. 
Um, and he said that they're miles above them right now. But he said by the time they play state later this year, he hopes to be better than them in some aspects of the game, whether that's hustle, shooting, defense. I don't know, but he claimed he's going to have our guys ready for Sparty. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what Murphy's goal was too. And as a smaller school going against a Power 5 school, I mean, like, obviously you hope you can win, but that's the goal. It's like, okay, we're going to out-X this team. So, for example, last year, Rob Murphy's team, they played amazing defense against the Spartans. Yep. That was a win for them and their program. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, like, you know, obviously this is going to be his first year. He may not have all the guys he wants. Oh, yeah. You know, this year, quite frankly, it, it's not going to be like, oh, Stan Heath only had a couple wins this season. Get him out of here. He's got enough. time, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you know he's going to bring the Jews. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to bring the Jews against MSU. Even if they lose, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Oh, completely. I'm excited. And I'm so glad we're keeping the, this MSU thing going because mm-hmm. I love going to the Breslin, just selfishly. I love going to the Breslin. It's good for the school because we get more branding because, mm-hmm. you know, we put ourselves in front of MSU fans. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just helps the school. It helps everyone wins yep. in this. And we get money, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so. most most of the time. I think that's how it is in football. Because when we put the Rutgers in At Illinois in and stuff football, in the yeah. past. Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of that, though, that he was on the uh, coaching staff for Tom Izzo. As we know, Tom is a, gen- uh, is a generational coach. He's amazing. So oh, yeah. uh, we asked him, you guys asked him what he had learned under Izzo. And he said, you know, uh, transition baskets hard defense, a lot of great drills uh, and mindsets. And he said that one of the best things he loves about Tom Izzo is that he'll be really hard on you in practice and in the games, but afterwards he'll treat you like a son and he still loves you. He'll invite you over for dinner. That was a quote I remember. Uh, And I really hope that Heath adopts that same mentality. I'm sure he will. Um, And just is gruff with our players and, and makes them and pushes them to their limit. But also, at the end of the day, it reminds them that he loves them and he wants them to succeed and that he has their back no matter what. Yeah, and I think you kind of saw that come out this past season. I forget which guard it was. Was it Rocket Watts or someone else? Oh, man. I don't think it was Rocket, but I know exactly what you're talking about when Izzo and him got into it at halftime. Yeah, yeah. yeah Izzo, 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 like, just laid into him. And, you know, that's that's what he's talking about, you know. um, you know, this is college, so you can do that kind of thing. Yeah. You know? uh, these are, at the end of the day, like kids. kids yeah. Um, relatively speaking, you know, because I'm the same age. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like I, it goes again with uh, with uh, Heath's honest answers, and that it wasn't like, yeah, no, I learned, you know, the proper blah blah blah, yeah. and I blah blah blah. It's like, no, I learned this drill. I learned these drills. I learned to do this. I learned to do this. It's just like, dude, like, let's freaking go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's just. Gets, gets me jazzed, you know? Gets me excited. The last thing I want to bring up before we head out of here uh, is mm-hmm. that when you asked him his goals for this upcoming season, he didn't say develop players and get ready for the next coming season and the upcoming years and get my guys ready. He said... Create a culture. No, he said, my goal is to win the MAC title as soon as possible. He said, I want to get in that NCAA tournament. I want to win the MAC. I want to hang some banners uh, in the convocation center. And he said it can be done really quickly. Um, at the beginning of the interview, he was talking about the Phoenix Suns and how they went from worst to first generally uh, from last season. And he's really, I think, adopting that mentality and thinking that this rebuild doesn't have to be 10 years like the Pistons. This rebuild uh, can be quick, and he thinks he can execute it very well. And it's bold. It is very bold, and I'm not as naive to think that 
uh, we're the favorite for the Mac next year or anything now, but yeah. I love the tenacity and it's so great to hear that he's so hungry for it. And it wasn't like he was saying it just to say it. I heard it in his voice. He is ready and he is like a junkyard dog ready to pounce on the rest of the Mac. And I wouldn't want to play us next year because we're going to have an absolute monster at head coach. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I think we also have Benelli coming back too. Yeah, I like him, but just on a tangent. But yeah, I, I, I mean, you're absolutely right. And uh, oh, I, dang, I forget what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, Murphy came in. I believe it was first his first or second year. He won the Mac. Now I'm not comparing Heath to it's Murphy. Heath to Murphy. I'm simply saying that it can be done. It's not all of the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's difficult, it's but difficult. it can be done. <laughs> so I mean, like I'm juiced. I my my viewpoint right now for the season, my expectations are the same as the Lions um, in terms of I'm excited to see. I have basically zero expectations because I know this is the very first floor of the hotel that's going to be tried, <laughs> that's trying to be built. Yeah. So I'm not having like I'm not going to be like, like I said before, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't believe they run a high pick and roll offense. Get this, you know, Heath guy out of here. They lost a couple games for yeah. the first year. So like. I'm just excited to see what's happening. I'm just going to kick back, relax, and enjoy. Watch. I'm going to be excited. Same thing with the Lions. I am very happy. And uh, you guys out there in listener land should be very happy too because you guys have a great head coach. Yes, they do. Before we head out like we normally do, we have a very sad announcement. Uh, our head producer, uh, Ronya, who has been with us since the very beginning and who started the podcast section at the Eastern Echo just two or three years ago, she is sadly leaving. This is her last week recording. Uh, our new producer, Devin, will be taking over, and uh, Layla will be our new podcast editor. So quickly, we want to say, Ronya, thank you so much for believing in us oh, yeah. and for giving us so much creative uh, freedom and for sticking with us through the pandemic and every up and down we had throughout this uh, series and this show. So quickly, everybody, uh, if you can go find Ronya on uh, the Eastern Echo or any of her socials, give her a follow. She's great. And uh, once again, Ronya, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Absolutely. Like, we really appreciate everything she's done. And you guys may not see it, uh, but you definitely hear it because she makes us sound great. Um, we really appreciate everything that she's done for us. Um, she's really great, easy to work with. Yes. She's just she's basically the dream producer. And she, she comes down and uh, checks me when I <laughs> um, may say something that's not exactly fun or, or, or just dumb. She kind of helps uh, helps keep me in check. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just really grateful for everything she's done. She's really, really amazing. And, you know, from the bottom of Caleb and I's hearts, you know, we really appreciate everything that she's done. Like Caleb said, give her a follower. Bleh, give her a follow. We really just uh, love the work that she's done with us. And we we're looking forward to Devin too. Yeah, you know, he's he's gonna be great as well. But we wouldn't be here without her. Uh, we love Ronnie. Yeah, we would not oh, be here without. Absolutely not. You kidding me? I'm gonna <laughs> no, I'm gonna go back today and be nostalgic and go watch the quiz episode from like a year and a half ago when she was the moderator and we uh, yeah. our listeners got to hear her voice. But thanks again, Ronia. That'll do it yeah. for today's great voice, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That'll do it for today's episode of the Factory Report. If you like what we do here, please consider subscribing on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Special thanks to producer Ronya and Devin for putting together today's episode. From my desk, I'm Caleb Burlingame. And from my creative cavern, I'm Luke Gremman. We'll be back next week with all things sports. This is The, the Factory Report. Report.